Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the Epic Roster Watch Pro Podcast brought to you by rosterwatch.com. This is Alex Dunlap here with Byron Lambert. Thank you guys so much for being pro members at Roster Watch. Without you, none of this is remotely possible. Uh, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Byron, what the hell is going on, brother? It's the, it's Alabama Pro Day day, and I guess we have some news on Josh Jacobs. Yeah, it looks like his numbers came in a little bit slower than expected after kind of fading the combine just based on everybody else's performance. And, I mean, he really looked like a just a total stud up on the podium. You know, that kind of Ladanian Tomlinson-style body starts to get you real juiced up heading out of Indy. <laughs> but, man, coming – Coming out, the word coming out of Alabama today is that he ran somewhere in the four six to four six five range. The numbers on his first run were in the four six three to four six six range, and I mean that's with the home cooking. So I mean, it turns out ironically. What, so with hard, the home cooking, just, we're talking what four what four six six, four, but somewhere between four six and four six five. Jesus, his, so we're talking his, between a four six five and a four seven. And his first, his first run was a, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's just like our like, hey, Fusey views already on Twitter saying, man, hey, if Josh Jacobs ran that at home, let's just see what Elijah Holyfield does at Georgia. We might have to revisit some of these numbers in the discussion. I think ironically, and this just goes, <laughs> we're quoting Fusey on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, man. Go on. Man, the guy's been in the game for a long time. I got to give him, yeah, got to got to give him a little due every once in a while. Yeah. So, uh, ironically, though, and I think this shows. Well, so, what, so, what did Fusuvu say about Holyfield? He said, "Well, if we're talking about you know, we've been this far out of our skis with Josh Jacobs, and he comes in with the home cooking and runs basically four six five. You know, what are we going to do when Holyfield runs the same thing at Georgia Pro Day or something real close to that? That's going to, we're going to have to reshuffle this entire deck. We're going to, we're we're going to have to reshuffle the deck as it is because we can't be taking Josh Jacobs at the 5 6 turn anymore. Um, well, we I just think we the weren't getting a lot part- of him in best ball, but boy, this does, it shakes up not only the. Not only what we're thinking about for best ball purposes, but it, I mean, just it's the bigger implications are for Dynasty. I think the ironic part, though, here, though, is that um, maybe this isn't technically irony. The interesting takeaway (laughs) here, especially when you just think about how it is to watch tape or, you know, you see the trash man's grades come in or something and you realize everybody has such a different lens when they watch all these various players on tape. I mean, it's surprising to find out that Damian Harris is the faster, I mean, is in fact definitively the faster player of those two Alabama guys. I don't think you could have found anybody You're right. You're right. east or west of the Mississippi or the Mason-Dixon line or the Continental Divide that would have said that uh, before today. And, I mean, it was – uh, I'm thinking back, Damian Harris, I think it was 4.56 or 4.58 at the Combine. So with the home cooking, he probably would have been four f- solid 4.55 today. So I think he's a guy that's he's, – he's, he's actually, you know – Stayed pretty high in my in my ratings and my grades and my rankings all, all along. I think maybe you see a little bit of convergence between those two guys. And I'll tell you what else, Alex. Man, this I think this helps us fade the first round running back selection in Oakland. Man, yeah, it's not going to be Josh Jacobs anymore, is it? I'm trying to look up. Damian Harris had a, was a, a four five seven fifty seven point three. Uh, 
percentile spark athlete as well. And, dude, how, how cockamamie is draft Twitter and, like, fantasy dynasty Twitter and everybody else for thinking that they have a better idea of who the better player is than Nick Saban? I mean, Nick Saban had both these guys for, for years. Damian Harris was always the lead dog. Like, wh- wh- why do we think that, you know, why do we think that we, that we know something that Nick Saban doesn't? Is it just because we saw one game, basically one game, of, of Josh Jacobs really looking so good catching the football? Is that it? Like, what is it? I mean, I've never been out on my skis on anybody in this entire class. I mean, my feeling is that this, this, clap, this class is actually really deep with, like, good, compelling, intriguing running back prospects. But, you know, the top – there's, there's really not any elite or great prospects. It's very thin in terms of how great the top of this thing gets. But, you know, I will say, I mean, there's a lot of depth in this running back class of guys that I think are going to be – second and third string running backs or guys that kind of journey around the league even some of them but contribute here and there as parts of committees i mean i think there's a whole whole range of you know like john kelly's and ito smith's and players of that ilk you know good pretty decent players you know and i think it actually that in in terms of that i think it actually may go a little bit deeper than last year or equally as deep as last year which is hailed as one of the deepest running back you know classes in in modern times i think there's a lot of guys that are above that mark walton cut potentially no, in this mark one but walton you know we didn't but, like him and he's, he's i'm not saying so we bad. like him but he would i mean that there were people that like him and that's kind of where the class kind of that's really where like the hard stop was you know 15 16 guys deep you know, last year, Mark, Mark Walton made an NFL roster as a rookie. I'm not saying we like him, but you know, there's no, there's, there's, you know, in my opinion, there's nobody really in this class that would, it'd be anybody, it'd be, they'd be hard pressed to crack the top four, you know, top four to five play, uh, running backs from last year. So I think if you put it in context, like nobody in this class is RB4 or RB5 in last year's class. I think you got realistically you're like all right, well that there's some lot of good players but you know contextually you say all right, well this there's nobody that's just you know the the high end talent's not the same, you know. It's just not. But uh well, we we've all, definitely a lot we, of good we've players. We've known that all along. And I I think the important thing to discuss now is if Josh Jacobs would have ran a 445 or even a four four nine, or even just a fucking four five one, right? We would be talking about all right. We could be shaping up to where we have our one point zero one in dynasty. It is shaping up to where this ADP is going to go up from where it is in best balls currently right now at the five six turn. I mean, the the fall from uh, from Josh Jacobs to the uh, the like the the next runner like in in, in best ball. Let me just let me just pull up let me just pull it up real quick and I'll just go to all right my teams yeah, there's an ADP tab around here somewhere um, if I can if I can just find it maybe that's in just the lobby 
Oh, this is horrible radio. I can't. I, for some reason, I cannot find the eighty. Oh, here it is. Average draft position. All right. So we just. So okay. So position running back. So let's just say running back, and let's sort it by the team because these guys don't have teams. Okay. So current ADP for Josh Jacobs, sixty-one point four. Then next would be David Montgomery at seventy-four point seven. We're not getting either of any of those guys. I mean, Miles Sanders. So sixth or seventh round? Yes. Miles, Sa- yes. Miles Sanders, or no, fifth or sixth round for Josh Jacobs, sixth or seventh for, da- for David Montgomery. After that, you get to Damian Harris, Daryl Henderson, and Devin Singletary are the three that get taken around b- between 101 and 110. So more like 11th round, right? 10th, 11th. Then you have. A huge drop until you get to the Rodney Andersons, the Justice Hills, the Travion Williams, and the Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders, 191. And Miles Sanders might damn well be the running back one in this class. I love his film. He's, he's the best athlete out of any of these guys. Where, where, let me look at my running back board sheet. What was his spark uh, percentile? Miles Sanders, a 79.8 spark per, percentile. 43% of the market share of rushes. Um, he, he had here, – here's, here's the other thing about Miles Sanders. 12% market share of team receptions at Penn State. That's tied for third best of anybody that I'm going to study. Behind James Williams that played at the Washington State in a total air raid system and Tony Pollard in Memphis that was the pass-catching compliment to Daryl Henderson. After that, you have Alex Barnes and Miles Sanders. Who That's really interesting that Alex Barnes has that high of a, a, a market share percentage. Oh, of- I was actually just about to throw him out there. I mean, but but it's you know clearly he's not the same neighborhood of players. Miles Sanders on tape, so it's not a discussion really worth having. And then Justice Hill, the other guy that you know did pretty well there at the combine, yeah. a guy that the trash man. likes quite a bit. I, yeah, I noticed you like my Duke Johnson comp. I've really settled in on that one. For a Justice Hill, man. I like that. I think it's a I think it's a really good one. It's certainly better than Trash Man's horrible Dalvin Cook comp. How well, does he I think there's, come a, up with there's that? a lot there's a lot of those guys. I mean, you said this from the beginning, but there's a lot of those guys, you know, in this draft. And then those are all look, we like the John Kellys and the Edo Smiths of the world. We just know they don't blow well, your don't hair back Dalvin early Cook in, in Dynasty. I don't put Dalvin Cook in the same bucket as John Kelly and Edo Smith. No, I'm not putting Dalvin in the same bucket. I'm just saying, like, a lot of the guys. I'll tell you what, though. I mean, there's probably going to be some kind of Kareem Hunt that comes out of here somewhere in this class. No, there's, there's not there's... because we had the Kareem Hunt identified. We had Kareem Hunt identified. Kareem Hunt didn't come out of anywhere for roster watch. Didn't come out of I... anywhere. He was our all-senior bowl runner. Like, I... I, I you know what, but we didn't get to see some of these guys at the Senior Bowl. You know, if I'd gotten to see a Miles Sanders, I'll say this about Miles Sanders: I do have in my notes that at the combine when I was snooping around all their body types behind the podium, he's one of these guys that was a little bit fucking thinner than we like. Man, it's in the there was a lot of that this year. Man, a lot of that. The, I'll tell you one guy that doesn't look like that, and we could be sleeping on a little bit. And I saw um, Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network. Tweeting about him, my only it's Alexander Madison from Boise State. I'm not sure how much you've watched of him. Well, I I actually have that in my notes, man. From when we took pictures and get audio from the side tables over there, I stopped and made a huge note about how fucking that, diesel guy's a that beast. guy looks. Yeah, that yeah, guy's he's a one beast. of the next guy. I can't wait to 
I actually can't wait to get to his film. Only you know, four, oh, six, seven, hopefully. and that's the only thing. But 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 the agility was absolutely off the charts because he was he was a seventy four point nine uh, percentile spark athlete. So I guess the one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh best spark athlete percentile wise that tested behind Justice Hill, Alex Barnes, Travis Homer, Dexter Williams, and Miles Sanders. So you, you just hope you don't leave his tape kind of thinking that there's something that doesn't reconcile there, like an Alex Barnes where you love the numbers and the tape's decent, but you leave thinking, is this a some kind of Toby Gerhardt or right. you know, Rashad yeah. Jennings or Zach Zenner. I mean not bad players, right? You know? Brian Leonard, one of these guys. Kind of I bad mean, kind of bad players. But yeah. <laughs> kind of bad. You know. You know. No. So. I got it. Yeah, but but um no, I you mean, know, but I, I, I haven't didn't work seen on... all these guys. I think there could be a Kareem Hunt type in, in here. There's gonna I mean in here somewhere. Maybe not. Maybe it's Maybe Miles not. Sanders, man. I mean, I, it could five eleven two certainly two, could be two hundred eleven pounds. It runs a four four nine. Great, great yeah. receiving chops out of the backfield. He's got a little Jamal Williams to him. He's got a lot more juice than that. He's you know I think Marlon Mack is potentially a decent kind of you know comp for somebody like that. I, I think there's some I think there's some players like that in here. Miles Sanders very very easily uh, could be one. But so so, yeah. so what do we do with Josh Jacobs? I mean. Right now, would you take jo- who would you rather take? Because now we know that the Kareem Hunt situation is, and we're talking for best. I mean, ball. we're totally out on like 1.01 in dynasty rookie drafts. For right, right now, it's got to be man. It's got to be AJ Brown or. I, I, and that's a shitty pick that we like him, but I hate doing that at one point. I mean, I'm trading that for next year's pick or future picks well, or something. How, how right? long have we been telling people that? I mean, I guess it's only just now. I guess it's just now come to fruition for you because now you're actually faced with having the knowledge. And but I've been thinking about this possibility for a long time. I've been thinking about this and talking about this for a long time. Is I mean, there's a lot of people starting to really tune into this stuff right now too. So it's good to revisit some of this as it kind of as we go through the process. Right. Right. For those that didn't maybe hear the podcast, you know, a month or two ago, I mean. But one point right. zero one is completely devalued this year, unless you play in an IDP league, <laughs> right? And then you could you could get Quinnen or Nick Bosa or one of these guys, which is which is what we're going to do in our in, in in our in in our big IDP dynasty. League. I'll tell you who's got a chance here, and I know you're. I mean, I'm not blown stoked or blown away by him either, but I mean, I do think that if David Montgomery gets some home cooking in his in his pro day, he has a chance to run a little bit faster here. I think. You know, I'm not saying it does. He has a chance to pick up some steam because yeah, he's pick up a little steam. People really like his tape, and he's a guy who you can see just falling into his system, just and basically just falling into his fantasy production, right? Because it's like going to the 49ers type situation and being part of some. Not now. Well, not 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 now, but that right going to a going to a let's say. Maybe Atlanta. like the Philadelphia Atlanta. Eagles. The Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles taking over for Josh Adams. You could just kind of see that. You could see him going to. Um, I could see him being an heir apparent to somewhere like, like Buffalo. Like after Shady and you know all these old guys that they've Frank Gore. All these guys are gone. You know, yeah, Miami stuff like that. You, I mean, you could you could certainly see it, but um, I think that. I think that it makes all the. I think it makes plenty of sense. I think that honestly, man, I, this has made me think more and more about Rockwell Armstead 
And the fact that he's 220 pounds and ran a 4.45 and was really good at the senior bowl. Yeah, a little bit faster than our guy Vic Ballard, who I thought he shared some similarities. I like that. With. I like that comp. Vic Ballard for Rockwell Armstead. That's a good comp. Yeah, I mean, and the other thing about the Josh Jacobs 40 is it, it, it brings into focus – the 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 fact that there are going to be some of these guys that we're just gonna, we're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to rectify this man because his, his let me just go back to these ADPs. So when we look at it, let me just see if these ADPs have switched much. Like let's just see it from when when did the combine end, Byron? Like March third. Okay, so let's just say from March third, March third to now submit um okay so the gap's even widened since then so now we have miles sanders has actually crept up to running back six as far as the rookies up to pick one, up to this adp of 170 a full 110 picks after josh jacobs goes off the board and, I mean, we think that it's very reasonable to argue that he's RB1 in this class. So uh, the, the big takeaway from this is that you need to be taking Miles Sanders in every single MFL 10, every single draft that you're in right now because that's where the value lies. I don't think that it necessarily is terrible to get David Montgomery with the, uh, pick 8.04. What do you think of that? I, I don't hate it. Where, where are uh... – or I'm sorry. Pick, I mean, I I'm think sorry. that's right. Uh, seven seven point zero four. That that actually makes a difference. Yeah, I mean, I think just in on Miles Sanders at this point. If we have some kind of average to slightly above average exposure and, on Montgomery, and then, fine. And then that. Rodney Anderson at 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 one eighty. Yeah, I mean, I'm in on Rod. Where's where is I'm I'm potentially in on Rodney Harris, uh, Rodney Anderson, and potentially Damian Harris. I don't know what his Damian ADP Harris is. ninety six point five. So eighth, it's eighth like round, ninth Mo- round turn. Montgomery and Harris, I could have slight, you know, average to slightly above average exposure too. I'm most interested by far in Miles Sanders, and then a touch of Rodney Anderson. Super late is fine. You know, you wonder how much Rodney Anderson is going to contribute right away. You know, his first year, but uh, guy's a beast. He's just. I, mean, a I like beast. him. I mean, as as this as this conversation would relate to any kind of dynasty parallels. I have a, I mean, Rodney Anderson going to be in my top four or five probably when it's all said and done. So, and in terms, and he could be RB, he could be RB one if it wasn't for the durability and injury issues, which are pretty significant. But uh, I think as the parallel runs for Dynasty, I'm even you know more interested in a Rodney Anderson there. There's only ten. There's only there's basically only ten rookies being drafted right now. I'll tell you the rookies who have been drafted but just aren't being drafted with any sort of frequency. Um, those guys are Elijah Holyfield, Bryce Love, James Williams, who we talked about, who I think people probably should be drafting more. And I'll be interested to think what you think about him in a Mike Leach uh, air raid offense just as a complete uh, kind of little James White-looking clone. And then Jordan Scarlett, Miles Gaskin. The, there are 10 guys who are actually being drafted right now, and they go like this. Josh Jacobs with an ADP of 60. David Montgomery with an ADP of 77. Damian Harris with an ADP of 96.5. Daryl Henderson, Mr. Chicken Legs himself, with an ADP of 101.6. Devin Singletary, Mr. 446 himself, 
with an ADP of 117.6. Miles Sanders with an ADP of 170. Rodney Anderson with an ADP of 180. Justice Hill with an ADP of 185. Travion with, a with an ADP of 198. And Benny Snow with an ADP of 220. I mean, to me, what stands out to me is that Miles so Sanders, funny. I just Rodney got done Anderson, scouting Benny Snell, Justice Hill. <laughs> what, what did you think of Benny Snell? What, what, what does your work lead you to on, on, on Benny Snell? I'm, I'm curious. Uh, well, kind of long story short, I think the kind of the mold he's in is, you know, like a Sean Green. I'm not sure he's even got quite that much. I mean, he's total, totally could be a situation where he's a little bit of a... He's a terrible athlete. And a little bit of a slug in terms of burst and suddenness, even from his film as it translates to the NFL. So you're just not sure awesome you have enough, enough juice there. Yeah, but I do. The guy has incredible forward lean runs with amazing leverage and he finishes runs quite well he has you know above you know his feet are functional his vision is pretty good i think his instincts are are really good especially around the line of scrimmage and i mean the guy had major fucking workhorse you know record and he was durable he fucking played all 39 games there i think those last three years and uh was it 300 and some odd touches the last you know, he went a 570 touches to something the last two years. And the other thing about uh, Benny Snell, man, is he's he's pretty good against first contact. So, like, there's a lot to like about him. You just wonder if he's really got the juice to, you know, really be any kind of difference maker at the NFL level. I think, you know, you start thinking about the Josh Adams, the, you know, you start thinking about the um, – uh, He's not quite as tall as Josh Adams, but two no, tw- no, no. But 224. And he's four four oh, six said, like and twenty third. Sean, Sean Green was great, kind of my Sean Green is really my comp for him. But I'm I'm even thinking about you know you you start thinking about the uh, divine Azigbos and some of these guys and it's you know it's not too different of a beast and you start thinking of the Michaela Shores and the you know Gus Edwards the Isaiah Crowells the JHIs, the Josh Adams the Sean Greens and I think that bleeds over a little bit to Benny Snell too. Divine Azigbo, did you see that he ran a four five four? At his pro yep. day, that's pretty big. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I have it listed here in my sheet as like a pro. I mean, a four five four is probably like more like a four five seven or four five eight, right? But still, I mean, it's a it's a sub four six. Um, I, th- I think that's that's pretty interesting. It's just like with this with this Josh Jacobs news, what it's really done is it's making us have to really open our minds to the fact that one of these other guys is going to be the is is probably going to be RB one in the class, and it's just it's just it's so weird because as you look down the list you just read about the you know you read the Miles Sanders and I mean you know are, are we overlooking a guy like say like Mike Weber who had a pretty good spark you know uh, spark score uh, Travis Homer from Miami like an awesome spark athlete but it's just you look at the production one of the worst production profiles of, of really any of these guys then you look at guys like Alex Barnes with the awesome spark score awesome production profile but you just look at the film, and I don't know if it's like me getting old and stuff like that. But I mean, I st- I'm not one of these guys that just lives and dies by the analytics and the market shares and stuff. Like I care a lot about film, right? The film is what lets you see that t- Todd Gurley is Todd Gurley, Saquon Barkley is Saquon Barkley, et cetera, et cetera, right? It's, you can't, you can't, you can't get there by the by the numbers, the analytics, the the, the combine scores on their own. So. It's just it's really hard. It, like Justice Hill is is he is he too small? I mean, only two hundred pounds, but you know, 
four four, the best athlete out of all these guys. Great production. That's just the ju- the yeah, justice. Your boy had Lance Zerline has Philip Lindsay as a comp for him. I just don't think he's that violent. But that if, I, if you put that in the profile, I like the guys we had on this comp. I like you had Chris Thompson. We had Duke Johnson. Who was the other one? You put Reggie Bush. I hadn't thought of that one. I can see it. Could see a little Naeem Hines. Zerline has Philip Lindsay. It's a list of players. You say, fuck, man, he's probably going to play in the league. Yeah, man. No, he's going to have a good, role. going to be good. And somebody's going to fall in love with that 4-4 speed. There's somebody who just wants it for their scheme. They want the speed, man. I'm telling you, this is shaping up as really good news for Chris Warren in Oakland. You think I'm fucking joking? You thought the last podcast ended in a cockamamie fashion. I'm not kidding about this shit, man. Chris Warren the third is a runaway fucking hammer. 